With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to an open forum Q&A. Thursday, Ryan in Sacktown joins us right here. And boy, we got a lot to talk about. And uh, first of all, it's great to have you on the show. But uh, the 49ers, you know, I, I don't know why anybody would be surprised. We kind of knew that this was uh, the the likely scenario over the last couple of weeks. I, I guess the next question is, will Trey Lance be on the 49ers roster the entire season or will he be elsewhere? That's the big question now, because it doesn't seem like Rhino, that there's a future for him in San Francisco. No, Grant, it doesn't. And certainly if injuries happen, who knows? We saw that occur last year. Um, I, I think San Francisco holds on to him at this point. Why not? Um, the Athletic had an article with eight GMs or eight officials around the league. They thought San Francisco could possibly get a third round pick, maybe even a second round pick for him. And inevitably a QB one's going to go down around the league. And at this point, Trey Lance's value is pretty much nothing. So right. I could only see his value going up. And, you know, for San Francisco fans, it's one of those things you saw the writing on the wall, you knew it was coming, but sometimes it's still hard to face that reality when yeah. it hits you right in the face. All right. Well, when you look at all the mistakes, and I did a rant on this today, that teams make at the quarterback position, okay? You can talk about the Jets. You know, I'm, I'm going recent memory, okay? Sam Darnold. High, high draft pick. High. Zach Wilson. Second. Uh, you look at what the Bears did a couple of years ago, trading with the 49ers to move up one spot to draft Mitchell Trubisky. Bust. The Browns selected Baker Mayfield first. He's now on his fourth team. It's amazing to me how many teams misevaluate quarterbacks, which tells me it is so hard to look at a collegiate quarterback and try to figure out how they're going to be at the next level. Now, there are always exceptions where guys that are almost no-brainers, but then you have the Tom Brady's and the Joe Montana's who are nowhere near the top of the draft, right? And they end mm -hmm. up being, you know, the greatest in history. Then you have a Brock Purdy, Rhino, who goes last, last, the last pick in the draft. He has never lost a game as a starter. It's just mind-boggling to me. Yeah, it's an imperfect science, Grant. It, the quarterback position is just such an anomaly. It's really, it stands out out of all the sports. And really what I think it comes down to, because some of the names you mentioned, they have good talent. They have raw talent. 
but it comes down to what's upstairs, right? And when you go through the pre-draft process, a lot of times guys are going to say what the teams want them to hear. And it's a whole nother thing. Once you get that guy into camp and they are looking at your scheme, they're looking at your system. And I just feel like that mental part of the game is so incredibly important to that position. Quite frankly, Trey Lance, that's where he somewhat struggled this preseason with decision-making. Said uh, Trey Lance is the biggest bust in Niners history. I don't know if you can say that just yet, but he might be. All right. Uh, Jerry Judy, hamstring, out for a couple of weeks with Denver. What an awful way to start the season. He will not be on the field for the opener against the Raiders and probably a few weeks behind. That's a big loss for Russell Wilson, Sean Payton, and the Denver Broncos. Yeah, for this to go right for the Denver Broncos and Russell Wilson, everything needs to align Mm -hmm. correctly. And you need to get off to a hot start. You need to have your guys around you. Russell has to have a specific system. And we don't even know if that's there in Denver right now. But not having Judy, having a speed guy on the outside, that's going to be difficult for Russ with him trying to stay in the pocket a little bit more. Someone says, I believe if uh, Baker... Mayfield doesn't do good this year. He's done. I, I don't know about that. I, I, I think the Buccaneers will not do well, and I don't know if they have a roster that's really capable of doing well, but uh, time will tell. I'll tell you one thing. I do give Baker a lot of credit. I mean, his resilience going from Cleveland, the situation in Carolina, and then ends up in the Rams. I thought he played well uh, at the end of last season, and now he's a starting quarterback. So you know, I give him a lot of credit. That's that's really persevering through some very tough times, and now he gets another opportunity as a starting quarterback. And I listen, the same thing could happen to Lance, okay? I mean, if Lance were able to stay healthy and end up in a situation where he gets an opportunity to play, who knows? Maybe he could be a serviceable quarterback. Maybe he could even be a good quarterback. I don't see it, but that doesn't mean it couldn't happen. You know, he's only in his third year. I think a lot of people forget that. Uh, look at the quarterback that plays for your team and Geno Smith. Yes, yes, exactly right. I mean, is there a better example than Geno Smith? Seriously. Yeah. Uh, probably not, Grant. I mean, he he had numerous offensive coordinators that he dealt with during his time in New York, struggled. He got the reps. Now, that's the difference between him and Trey Lance at this point. Trey has yeah. not gotten a ton of reps. But Gino, I mean, just we thought his career was over. But he that's stayed right. tough, stayed in it. He got into a system that worked for him. Yep. And he ignited something in Seattle with that's those right. players. And it fits perfectly with Pete Carroll and what he likes to preach. You are absolutely correct. I mean, you're absolutely correct. And so I wouldn't just close the book on Trey no, Lance. I mean, absolutely he's, too, not. he's too young. And, and and here's the, it's the unknown with Lance. We still, you really don't know because he hasn't had an opportunity over a period of time that you could consider, I don't want to use the word fair, But let's face it, you can't evaluate a quarterback on two starts last year and then he ended up getting hurt, right? You just can't do it. So what would happen if Lance could go to a team, start for and stay healthy, which is the key, for half a season or more? Maybe he could elevate to that guy. The door's not closed on him. No, it's not, Grant, absolutely. And to take that a step further, I mean, I think a lot of people don't look at the fact, you look at the Niners quarterbacks that they've had over the past few years, Trey Lance does not fit the profile of a 49ers quarterback in terms of he came into the league running a little bit more. You know, they had a drop back guy, usually a game manager, and maybe it's just not a good fit. You know, it just didn't work out for both sides. 
make the best of it and give yeah. the kid a chance if he's not going to flourish in San Francisco. All right. The other big news this week, and I've said this, and I'm going to continue to say this. If I am running a major league team, I am not giving these massive contracts. I said a year ago that the Yankees should not sign Aaron Judge. Okay. To me, it was, uh, he is a, a definition of a true Yankee. If And if you follow the Yankees, you know what I'm talking about. He's in the line of the yep. legendary Yankee figures. All right. Somebody that I wish could start and end his career in pinstripes. But I also said I would not have done it. Yankees right now are in last place. Judge has been hurt a lot. Look at Shohei Otani. What does this do to his future contract, especially if he needs Tommy John surgery? Okay. He is being shut down on the mound for the rest of the year. He's still an unbelievable hitter. He's still a great baseball player. But now there is that question mark next to him in terms of if you're going to use him as a pitcher or not. Yeah, that's the question mark. And in terms of his value and his next contract, what does it do? Does it really do a lot? Is it going to move the number that much? Because even if he wasn't pitching, he was going to be one of those guys getting a contract in the ballpark of an Aaron Judge, of a Mike Trout. So uh, in terms of what or how he's used, that that's to me the bigger question. Do you want to try to keep running that arm into the ground? Do you use him sparingly? Um, because you got to have him on the field one way or the other. Just don't do anything that's going to completely take him off the field altogether. Yeah, absolutely. So if you have any thoughts on that, uh, we will do so. Uh, how about the Giants picking up that linebacker, Isaiah Simmons is his name, for a seventh-round draft pick? Uh, I'll tell you what's amazing. He's already a starter. The Giants already have him as a starting linebacker. I saw Brian Baldinger uh, did some video on him, and Baldy put on Twitter uh, – Isaiah Simmons is a New York Giant. Can't wait to see how Wink, meaning Wink Martindale, yeah. the defensive coordinator, takes his talent and utilizes it in a framework of this defense might be different than anything we have seen. So, I mean, think about that. You get a linebacker with a seventh pick, and he's already your starter. He's already on the Giants' starting, all right, starting depth chart. How about that? incredible great job by the front office obviously to bring him in but that's the quarterback of the defense right so um if wink and he is a great defensive mind you know that as a giants fan uh, he is going to have his way with this kid if he can stay healthy and i think it's going to be yeah. a lot of fun especially in that division that they're going to be playing in yeah and week one uh, at our home against dallas uh on sunday night football how about that weekend in new york giants cowboys Sunday night, the next night, the Jets and the Bills. And I've always said this, and I will continue to say this, Monday night is September 11th. Yes. And whereas as an Americans, we were all greatly affected by 9-11, uh, it's different in New York, okay? It just is. And I've always thought that the New York teams should be at home during the weekend of the anniversary and um so I, i'm i'm happy for both the giants uh, and the jets to be there at 9 11. i've had uh, bob papa the voice of the giants uh on my show a number of times uh including last or two years ago talking about the uh, 20th anniversary of 9 11 and what it was like flying into New York that morning and the Giants charter pulling up next to flight 93 of United 
And uh, Bob telling me it was early in the morning and there were still some people waiting to board that aircraft. And then being at the Giants facility and being able to look right in the lower Manhattan and see the destruction and everything else. Um, and there, there were cars at the parking lot at the Meadowlands that were left there because that was used during the week as a carpool area where you would then take a bus with special bus lanes to get you into Manhattan very quickly. And uh, there were a number of cars that were never picked up because of those that perished uh, in the Trade Center. So, I mean, there's all kinds of stories. There's stories of um, giant season ticket holders that had gone to Denver the night before the Giants had opened up the new stadium in Denver on September 10th, and it was a night game. And one of those fans in particular reached out to John Mara, the co-owner of the Giants, and said, uh, I just want to let you know your team saved my life. I went to the Giants game and obviously was en route back on 9-11, and I worked on the – 70th or 80th, 90th floor of the tower. And so uh, the Giants have saved my life. And there are so many other stories like that. Also fans that had uh, watch parties and they slept in the next morning because they had been up late watching a game and never made it into the Trade Center. So there's all kinds of uh, in- incredible stories. But I know I'm getting off on a tangent, but I'm, I'm th- that's going to be some weekend the rivalry of the Giants-Cowboys, and then we're going to get our first glimpse of what Aaron Rodgers and that Jets offense looks like against the Bills team. That, let's face it, last year they thought they were Super Bowl bound. They had a disappointing season for all intents and purposes. That is a big-time, big-time, big-time game to open up Monday Night Football. That's just that's, – that's a huge it's game. It's huge. It's going to set the tone for either team to start the season easily because all the eyes are going to be on that game. And you think about Aaron Rodgers, if he comes out, plays well, the Jets look good, back to prominence, it's just going to set the National Football League on fire. It's good for the NFL right. when the New York teams are good. And, you know, the Bills have started off slowly the last couple of years, so it's going to be very interesting to see uh, that, you know, primetime Monday night um, – that's going to be one hell of a game. So cannot wait. I, I can't wait. We got college football starting up, the NFL. And then before you know it, uh, the Kings will be in training camp. And then we'll be going a full tilt right around uh, the year. People talking about YouTube, you know, the NFL ticket, the cost. Yeah, listen, it's the National Football League, okay? They know they have you raked over the coals. People are going to get it. People needed the National Football League. You want to watch the games you want to watch. Okay, and the only way you can do that is you got to be on the ticket. All right. Or you go to sports bars and, you know, a lot of people enjoy doing that as well. I only do that when it's a necessity. Like I used to do that sometimes when I was on the road during an NFL season and I would go to a sports bar nearby to watch all the games. I mean, sometimes you you do. I'm not a fan of it. In other words, I don't make that part of a, a, a weekly uh, ritual. I don't like the noise. I like to be able to listen to the game, unless, of course, Tony Romo's doing it. Then I'm okay to be in a sports bar. But I, but I enjoy 
for the most part, you know, hearing what's going on in the game. Yeah, me as well. And I don't even want to hear it out of one of those little sound boxes they bring to your table. I want to be able to hear it clearly. Um, you know, the ticket, it is what it is. Just like you said, if you don't want to spring for the ticket, maybe go for red zone channel. That's a very good alternative at a cheaper price. You can bounce around the games, but I I kind of feel like Grant, the ticket is much different than all the other sports because most of the NFL games occur on one day of the week. Right. And so, and they're half at one time and half at the other time. So if you want to catch everything, that's the only way to catch it. You know, it's not the NBA where you can watch on national TV all throughout the week. So it's part of being an NFL fan and you throw in gambling too. You got a lot of people that are going to be watching for that. That might not even be football fans at all. That's exactly right. I would say uh, a large number of people do that. Did you, did you see Mad Dog Russo's rant on the, uh, the ticket on YouTube, trying to sign up for that? (laughs) You know, Chris, Oh, Chris is a guy that can barely turn the light switch on in his uh, house. Okay. Like literally, you know, Chris needs help unlocking his door. Okay. Like Chris, Chris is the most, uh, he is the most, he's a misfit when it comes to technology and things of that nature. I mean, he just is, I mean, he really is. It's like, I, and listen, listen to Chris do a rant on trying to get the, uh, the NFL package was uh, just hilarious. I mean, I mean to, it's just absolutely hilarious. I'm going to have to check oh, that out. It'd gosh. probably be even funnier trying to see him work the package, get all the games up at the same yeah. time. All right. Uh, hello, Fiji. Pula, Vinaka. Guys, how about some Kava when watching uh, my 49ers play? <laughs> oh, yes, indeed. The good old Kava. And uh, Pula to you. Yes, indeed. The uh, great Great Fijian islands and the Fiji people are phenomenal. The Fijians, some of the nicest people uh, in the absolute world. All right, somebody wants to know, Grant and Ryan, what's your take on the Atlanta Falcons this coming season? Do you think they got the NFC South locked up? Excuse me? (laughs) Do I think they have the (laughs) NFC South locked up? Are you delusional or what? Really? Like, (laughs) did you just ask me if the Atlanta Falcons have the division locked up? Seriously? Did I just, did I read that right, Ryan, or are my eyes deceiving me? Yeah, I think you read that right, boss. Uh, No, I don't think they have the division locked up. I do think it comes down to them in New Orleans, though. I I really do. But do they have it locked up? Uh, No. No. Uh, Yeah. And and like so many times we say this, quarterback play. Tessman Ritter, what is he going to do? And you switch over to Derek Carr. What's he going to do in New Orleans? And I think that's what decides the division. All right, somebody said about the ticket, I don't see why the price increased 50% and not provide uh, any extra value. I suppose business is business. I didn't know that it went up 50%, and I am not aware that they're not providing any service or extra service. I'd have to look into that, you know. And, yes, thank you. Do hit the thumbs up. And if you have not yet subscribed, please hit the uh, subscription button. I would appreciate it. That way you'll know when we do our content. We're going to have a lot of shows coming up in the fall, and you will be notified. Don't worry. You don't get emails. You're not going to get help for money. None of that. You just hit the subscribe button, and that way you know when we are doing shows. So uh, I appreciate that. And I always say this. uh, If you want to get in touch with me or Ryan, and I would forward the email to Rhino. Just go to gnapier at gmail.com. Drop me an email, any show ideas, any things that you might want to see. Send me an email, gnapier at gmail.com. And if you want to go to my website, it's uh, if you don't like that.com or grantnapier.com. So you can uh, check that out as well. Most, uh, if not all, of my work 
is uh, on if you don't like that, okay? All my rants, all my podcasts, anything that has an audio platform is uh, on my website. So sometimes that's easier for people that are not savvy, technologically speaking. I still have people going, how do I get your podcast? And I'm like, okay, just go to the, you know how to get on the internet? Here's an easy way to do it. Go to grantnapier.com or you can go to if you don't like that.com. So there you have it, you know? Uh, Grant, try to get an interview with Jim Nance. I've actually had Jim Nance uh, as an interview, not on this platform, uh, but I have talked to Jim Nance and he is a class act. And I'm uh, grateful to say that I know Jim and, you know, not, I don't know if I would consider him a friend. I consider him a colleague and someone that I respect immensely. And Jim knows me well enough that when he sees me, he goes, hey, Grant. So but, you know, I don't have his number or anything. But thank you. I would love to have Jim Nance on. He's a class, class, uh, class act. No doubt about it. All right, here's a good question. Thoughts on Josh McDaniels as a head coach? I feel maker to break it for a year for the coach. Well, he has not proven that he can be a head coach in the NFL. He failed miserably with Denver, and he took a playoff team that he inherited with the Raiders and only won six games. So the the book is out on McDaniels right now, and it's a book that does not read very well. Okay, he, he's got a lot to prove. That's a very good question. Yes, indeed. It's the classic story of great coordinator, not so great head coach. And that doesn't uh -huh. mean you can't turn it around, but he's got to do it in a difficult situation, too, in uh, Las Vegas. You know, the Raiders, sometimes not the easiest um, franchise to work within, but, uh, you know, it's his show. We'll see what he does. Yep, absolutely. Keep the questions coming. Uh, love it. And I've got the Raiders, okay, under seven this year. I don't think they're – I got the over under seven, all right? I'm going under. I think they go six wins or less. Uh, we talked a little bit about Isaiah Simmons, about going to the Giants. I think it's pretty amazing uh, with this question that he's already, all right, already a starter. So that either tells me the Giants linebacking core is very weak right. or they really liked him. But to only give up a seventh-round pick uh, is uh, pretty amazing. Uh, Alberto says the story about him starting broadcast with Hello Friends is very heartwarming. His whole story is is pretty amazing, Jim Nance. And um, he started as a young, young, young network announcer. I mean, he got young. He was in Salt Lake City doing the sports on the news and then uh, – jump right into the network spot on CBS and really, you know, is Mr. CBS. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you think of CBS and I think the next guy that will be Mr. CBS will be Iron Eagle, who now is the final four announcer taking over for Nance. Uh, I don't see Ian in the golf role that Nance is in, but I could see Ian being elevated to the number one seat uh, on the NFL on CBS. I think Nance will host golf particularly the masters uh, until he can't talk anymore. You know, I mean, I really believe that I believe he'll be a Vern Lundquist and I mean, Vern can still talk. I don't, I'm just talking about in terms of stature, yeah. you know, Pat Summerall did all the golf for a long time. Uh, I think he's going to be uh, Ken Venturi. You know, I think he's going to be in that stature. I don't think Nance is going to give up the golf until he absolutely has to. Yeah, it seems that way. And he's so good at it too, Grant. He understands yeah. golf. He has the right tone. So I, I love listening to him on golf coverage.
Hey, folks, I want to talk to you about Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to. I've got to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day. That is until I found Z-Biotics. Z-Biotics pre-alcohol probiotic drink is the world's first genetically engineered probiotic. It was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works. When you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. Zbiotics produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. Just remember to make Zbiotics your first drink of the night. Drink responsibly, and you'll feel your best tomorrow. And again, I was a bit on the fence about Zbiotics initially, but then I was at a birthday party. Uh, my buddy and his wife had rented out a restaurant, and I had a couple of drinks, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give this a shot tonight. And you know what, folks? Believe me, it is the real deal. Vacations, weddings, birthdays, reunions. Hey, there's so much going on, right? Get the most out of your spring plans by stocking up on pre-alcohol now. Go to zbiotics.com slash grant to get 15% off your first order when you use grant at checkout. Zbiotics is back with 100% money back guarantee. So if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember, go to zbiotics.com slash grant. Use the code grant at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. All right, this one, Fiji is worried about the Nick Bosa situation. What do you think, Mr. Napier, will he sign before this season starts? I think he will, and he better, because they are not anywhere near the same team without Bosa. I mean, he is as valuable, in my opinion, as any player on that team. Absolutely, and it looks like hopefully they will get it done. I'm in the same camp as you, Grant, and they've built everything around him, bringing in Hargraves, yep. you know, and if you don't mm-hmm. have Bosa on the field, then what are you going to do from there in your scheme? So they've got to find a way to get that done. Someone said the Steelers, the sleeper team. The one thing I love about Mike Tomlin, I love his no-nonsense. I just love the way, you know, all the starters are playing in the three preseason games. You know, he's not resting as ones. They're all playing, getting ready for the season. And I'm going to I'm gonna say something right now why I think that's important. When you see good teams struggle early in the season, more times than not, it's because it's their first time on the field. I want you to keep an eye closely on that week one game with San Francisco at Pittsburgh, okay? For two reasons. The weather, which could be hot and humid, and the fact that the Steelers in all three preseason games are playing their number ones. I think that really helps coming out of the gate So that's one of these games, even though I picked the Niners on my podcast, that's a game that I could see the Pittsburgh Steelers winning almost 
like I saw the Niners losing last year at Chicago. Now, that was somewhat of a different story. Justin Fields, the wet ball, slippery, Trey Lance, not very good. You know, that was a horrendous day weather-wise. I know both teams played in the same conditions. I could see that same thing happening this this year around. Don't discount how Mike Tomlin has coached this team in the preseason. I agree with you, Grant. And just to add on top of that, there's a level of communication that you cannot practice because when you're in practice – and the ones are going against the ones, you know the plays your team is going to be running against you at some point because uh, it's your team, right? It's all you see. But when you're out there against another team and you've got your ones out there and you're seeing new plays and formations for the first time that you've only seen on film and the guys have to communicate, have to check things at the line, that's where it gets those little details. They get locked in before the start of the season when the ones play in the preseason. All right, Justin has a question for you, Ryan. Yes. Ryan, would you buy the new Kings jersey for $240? So they have a new jersey. I'm not even aware of that. Uh, $240? So what's the answer to that question, Ryan? I would not buy the new Kings jersey. So I, I am anti-jersey if you are over 35 years old. That's that's just my personal policy. <laughs> but $240, maybe, maybe, maybe if they were playing in a Christmas Day game and it was a Christmas Day uniform. Okay, here's what I'm also anti. Unless you're with your son or your daughter or your grandson or granddaughter, when you go to a baseball game, if you're an adult and you bring a glove, get a freaking life. Okay. <laughs> so if you're with a son, if you're with a kid, that's fine. You're all doing it as a group. Sure. But but if you're if you're if you're an adult walking into a ballpark with a glove, come on. Come on. So you're 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 your over-under on the jerseys is 35. I'll tell you, there are two sports in particular where I where you see the most jerseys. One is the NFL yes. or, or college football, and two is in the National Hockey League. You always see fans, adult 30, 40, 50, 60, 70-year-olds with their – hockey jerseys have been called sweaters. sweaters for a long time, but – with their jerseys, okay? So you don't like that look on a, on an adult, huh? You don't want to go to a Seahawks game, go up to that beautiful stadium, and in your section have people older than you with their Seahawks jerseys, yeah, right? That's not the look you're looking okay. It's an, I'd rather see I the know, polo okay. or, you know, the sweatshirt. And what I really don't like is your own last name on the back of the team's shirt. Oh, no, no, and no. Now you're you stepping too far. No, no, no. You cannot do that. And I'll tell you something else that's a real pet peeve of mine, and it drives me crazy. The Yankee fans who wear their Yankee pinstripe jerseys with the, with the player's name on the back. First of all, I don't know why the companies make those jerseys. And number two, why would you buy a jersey that has – the Yankees have never, ever, 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 ever had their names on the back of the jerseys. It's just the numeral. Okay, or numerals. Don't put the name on the back of the jersey. Like I see, I go to Yankee Stadium and I see all these people with their 99 jerseys and above that judge. Yeah, we know. Take the damn name off. I don't know why. It drives me crazy. But see, isn't that the special thing about the Yankees? You don't need the last name typically. You know the number. That's right. You know, and that's not atypical for other baseball franchises. So I agree with you there. Yes. Yes. All right. Uh, so Garrett says, I'll keep bringing my glove needed to catch my free hot dog. Fair. Uh, fair. 
You need a glove to catch a, a hot dog? Can't catch that with it, your those hands? Those things come pretty quick, Grant. They, they got the hot dog cannons now. Come just like a fastball. Is that yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Garrett, back me up there, buddy. All right, so you take your hat off and you catch it with your hat. Oh, good luck. <laughs> yeah. Patrick says the Jeter ones are terrible. Yeah, I, I'm good with you. I don't understand it. You'd be like walking into you know, Yankee Stadium with a Lou Gehrig jersey on or a Mickey Mantle jersey with the name on the back. Please stop it, would you please? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, there, you know, I, I get and I am a superstitious Seahawks fan. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, some people have their superstitions where they wear their same jersey. I can draw a little line in the sand where I can see that jersey's 20 years old, like legit been worn for 20 years okay. versus, you know, the throwback jerseys. And it's more for style than, you know, supporting the player okay. or the team. So here's a All right. Break. So I'll tell you what I did. Every year, I would take both my sons back to New York before basketball started for a Giants game. Mm -hmm. And this started, Trent went to his first Giants game. It was a, a, a Monday night game, Giants and 49ers, uh, or it could have been Sunday night, but I believe it was Monday night, and he was four years old, okay? And I wore a jersey with my son, all right? Kind of a father-son yeah. thing. And when my boys were going to the Giants games before they were 10 or 12, they would always wear – I would – for their birthday or Christmas or whatever, I'd always get them, you know, jerseys. And I would wear a jersey with them as a father-son type of a deal, right? Yeah, that falls into the baseball rule, right? The baseball glove right. you're doing now, with the it, kids. Yes. If I went to a Giants game by myself, I would wear maybe a Giants sweatshirt or a Giants polo but not a jersey because I ah, come on I'm not too old to wear it so I'm I'm along the same line as you but I would wear my gear but it would be depending on the climate yes you know if it was November or December it would be warm and if it was September it would be you know a Giants polo shirt or you know a Giants t-shirt right yep. Th that's that's what I would do yep. but if I were with my kids and it would they were wearing their jerseys I would wear my jerseys with totally them. acceptable totally yeah. acceptable. All right. Uh, which which player's jersey were you wearing? Whoa, 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 whoa. Come on. Bringing a hat to a game? What are you, five? Grow up. Yeah, what's wrong with wearing a hat to a game? Like what Ryan's wearing right now. Garrett, is you don't, like if I go to a, a Yankee game and I'm a Yankee fan and I have a Yankee cap on, more than half the people in the stands, yeah. you go to a Giants game. I mean, I'm, I'm Garrett, help me out here on this, buddy. What, why is why do I have to be like, why, why are you saying grow up if I have a hat on? I don't understand that. Like if you go to a sporting event, like a baseball game, don't the majority of people have hats on? First of all, you do it to shield the sun if it's a day game, right? True. And I mean, you go to a football game, there's all kinds of people wearing their football hats, not helmets, hats. Yeah, maybe I, I, I'll i go with Garrett here. Maybe he's talking about flat bills. If he's talking about flat bills and older people, maybe. Oh. But it has, no. No. I, no. Yeah. No. All right. So I don't understand that. Love your show, Grant. Who was your worst TV or radio sidekick? Quinn Buckner who is the longtime analyst for the Indiana Pacers. 
of all the people I worked with. Ted Green was great. Derek Dickey was really, really, really good. Jerry goes without saying, right? Oh, yeah. Um, I'd say Quinn Buckner. Yeah. I'm not a Quinn Buckner fan, you know? Oh, Garrett, wait a minute. Garrett says he's just joking. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> well, thank you. Well, I, I didn't understand, you know? But thank you for your uh, comments. Really yeah. appreciate it. And thank you for uh, watching the show, you know? Appreciate that. Uh, how much money... And I'm, uh, I know you don't have the figure, but I'm kind of asking it in a general way. Yep. How much money do you think fans really spend on team apparel? It's got to be immense, right? I mean, if you turn on any NFL game or you turn on the Kings, or you, it's people are wearing their team gear. So I'm just one, we know it's a multi, I think, billion dollar industry. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yes. But, I mean, how much do you think the, if I can use the term average, and I don't know what average is, but I'm just wondering, like, in my family, all right, myself and my two boys growing up, I probably spent every year several hundred dollars mm -hmm. on team gear, whether it be Yankees and Giants or just – and Kings. I mean – at least hundreds of dollars because I would always get my kids Kings gear for the basketball season and then giants or if we went, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it had to be hundreds and hundreds of dollars. What do you think the answer to that? Oh, is? I, I think 200 is probably where, and we're talking about people that, you know, let, let's say a season ticket holder, or, you know, like somebody that goes to a lot of games, not just your one-time fan that goes to a game. I think 200 is the starting point. I mean, Grant, you can't get into a hat and a sweatshirt for probably less than 200 bucks um, these days. I can tell you, us, we spend probably in the neighborhood of 350 a year, depending on whether or not we go to Seattle for a game or not. So that's about right. All right, here we go. Over under 500. I'm under slightly. I would say I'm under I'm slightly under. too. I'm not spending over. I'm not spending over $500 a year on team merchandise. I'm, I, you know, I'm so, under, yeah. I'm under unless they make the Super Bowl, And then that's a whole different category. Cause they've got all the Super Bowl yes. gear out. So absolutely. Yes. I'm with you. If it's Super Bowl, I'm over 500. Okay. I, I would agree with that. And I'm sure I'm like you, the minute they win the Super Bowl and that commercial comes on to get you team licensed apparel, hat shirt, I'm online ordering that, right? Yep. Don't, don't, right? Yep. We all do, right? Yep. You want these, you want the official Super Bowl hat, right? And you want the Super Bowl shirt that they had on in the locker room, right? Don't we all? Always. Right? Most times. Yeah, absolutely. So there you have it. All right. I uh, love the questions. All right, so here we go. No, he's not the best point guard in the history of the NBA. Okay, Magic Johnson would have been an all-star at all five positions. Magic is a better point guard than Curry. All right, but that doesn't mean they're both not great, and it doesn't mean that you would be opposed to having either one on your team. It's not an argument that will ever have a winner or a debate that will ever have a winner because it's subjective. But as somebody that announced games in the Magic Johnson era and announced games in the Steph Curry era, Magic was the most special point guard that I've ever seen play with my two eyes. Steph Curry, great, special, yes, but not Magic Johnson-esque. So for me, he's not – I can't put him ahead of Magic. 
That's a hard one for me because I, I didn't see a lot of magic growing up. Um, you know, I saw the tail end after, you know, you came back for the all-star game and came back for the season. Um, you know, I, I guess I would kick it back to you, Grant. When I look at this question and you saw them, as you said, both play in person, I think it's got to be a two-person conversation between magic and Steph because both of them changed fundamentally the position during their eras of play. Yeah, they transcended the game. That's very true. Yes, very true. Absolutely. I, I, you know what? Good job there, you know? All right, so here we go again. All right? How many times do we have to go over this? All right? <laughs> Bash, I want you to listen to me very carefully, okay? And I want you to write this down, all right? Or take a screenshot. Send me an email, okay? I believe we've already corresponded with you, if I'm not mistaken. So, gnapier at gmail.com. We had a couple of orders where the people did not receive their merchandise, even though it was shipped, sent, and or this man that I'm working with hand-delivered. That's right, hand-delivered a number of shirts. He even hand-delivered hand-delivered a shirt that someone said they never received. He hand-delivered it, okay? But you know what I'm all about? I'm all about integrity and honesty. And if you paid money and you did not get a shirt, Ryan and I have both been refunding people that did not receive their shirt their money, yep. okay? So, again, Vaj, if you did not get what you paid for, all you need to do is send me an email and we will make it right. That's it. That's all it takes. Okay. That's all it takes. We're not trying to rip anybody off. We're not trying to deceive anybody. Uh, this is the first time that we've done this. We had a few glitches, but not many. I'm pretty proud of what Ryan did uh, and what we did. I really give Ryan most of the credit. And so we're we're gonna make it right. Just just reach out to us, okay? Yeah, Vaj, there you Vaj let me add on really quickly. We've looked at the process. Give us another chance. We have revamped the entire process for yes. the upcoming season. Yes. Our hands are off of yes. it. Third party handling everything. Yep. So we will make it right with you, and please just give us another chance. And Paul, thank you very much for vouching. I I, I really don't need people to vouch for us, but thank you. I do appreciate it. All right. Um, Go ahead, take take refresh yourself Sorry with a that. little liquid refreshment there. Uh, let's update everyone on the stream now about the Pick'em League that we do over on Listen App. All right, I know you put the information out on Twitter. So right now, is that the best way for people to sign up? If what happens if they don't have Twitter? Yeah, if you don't have Twitter, um, go ahead and just email me at rhino r-y-n-o in sacktown at gmail.com if you don't have a pen right now just email grant he'll forward it to me we'll get you set up but we are all set up with yahoo we're doing our pick em league again we'll be picking all of the games for every single week against the spread so your picks will actually be tracked and made through yahoo and we're going to do a discussion, whether it be on this forum or on Grant's Listen App show, about maybe a couple games every week throughout the week. So we're really looking forward to that. Jay Griffiths has donated a $100 gift card for the winner. 
So if you do have Twitter, go to my Twitter account. Grant also retweeted it. We have the league ID and the password, which is NAPES. There's also a link that you can click on, sign up, and uh, come have a fun time with us this season. There's both our Twitter handles uh, right on the screen. Rich, uh, hope you had a good time at the concert and uh, happy that uh, they knew my boys. Ran into, you said, uh, hey, Grant, I ran into a couple uh, at a uh, smog shop in the college area from El Dorado Hills. Their son was uh, starting at San Diego State University, and uh, they saw my King stuff on my truck. They said they knew your boys. Good job right there. Good job right there. Ryan approves of that, I by the way. I very much approve. And, Rich, have fun this weekend, for, or next weekend, first game for SDSU. Yeah. All right. Uh, someone wants to know what's my favorite Mitch Richmond moment. There were many. He was a great player. I don't really have a favorite moment in particular, but um, he was great, you know? Yeah, just thank you very much. Said, okay, that sounds like fun. I'll head over to Twitter to get into the Pick'em League. Absolutely. I will sign up uh, next week as well. All right. Uh, someone said Bennett's in Rockland, their big event coming in September. Well, I have not received any notification, but I will say this, okay? Uh, I will be at Bennett's in Rockland in two weeks and three weeks and four weeks and five weeks. I will be out there on a fairly regular basis. Their new West Side Grill in the Blue Oaks Town Center in Rockland. Go to Bennett'sRestaurants.com, check out their full menu and more, prime seafood and steak, and I will be out at Bennett's, so maybe I'll run into you. If you see me out at Bennett's West Side Grill or the Bennett's in Roseville on Eureka Road, uh, come by and say hi, would you please? Come by and say hello. That's Bennett'sRestaurants.com. Can't wait, man. I miss their food. I love that yeah, place. Yeah, can't wait. I'm a big, big fan. Can't wait to see the new restaurant, too. They always do it absolutely right. So, going to be exciting. Uh, Justin says, Grant, I'm assuming your new book will have a lot of insider secrets. <laughs> a lot depends on what happens with my lawsuit. So, I can't answer that question right now. All right? I can't. But, hopefully. All right. Uh, there's Rich again talking about those Ohio Bobcats and his neck of the woods playing San Diego state. Can you believe he asked me yesterday to, you know, why I I thought that game was going to go really, I got to talk about the Ohio Bobcats. Like I'm supposed to know what the hell's going on with the Bobcats from Athens, Ohio. He took one for the team. I was going to ask you how the line's going to change now that Jim Harbaugh isn't going to be coaching against your Bowling Green university. Is it green Knights? What is Bowling Green state university? Bowling Green state. So, so Jim Harbaugh, that's one of the games he's uh, suspended for. Yeah, huh? game three, I believe. Uh, uh, you might get an upset there, Napes. I don't think so. <laughs> you never know. You never know in college I don't think football. So. Appalachian State. Bowling Green, at the, <laughs> Bowling Green at the big house, the you big know. House. I think the last time Bowling Green was at the big house, I was on the field playing lacrosse against Michigan. That's how long it's that's been, okay? <laughs> Grant, how big is that place uh, when you're down on the field playing? It, it, you know, to be honest with you, it doesn't look as big in person as you would think. The uh, playing lacrosse at the uh, Horseshoe in Columbus was much more impressive because the big house goes into the ground. And so when you walk up to the stadium in Michigan, you're like, it's like the Yale Bowl in Connecticut. I was like, you're like, that's the stadium. Well, it's built so deep into the right. ground. Um, and the other thing about the stadium in Michigan, it's all one 
one level, like one, one tier, you know what I mean? And so it doesn't have the same effect of like the stadium in Columbus. Like when you go and you play and you're on the field in Columbus, it is a wow. You're like, oh my God, wow. Even though it doesn't hold as many fans as the big house, but in terms of being in it, and and again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'll say this. It was like the first time I walked in the Rupp Arena in Lexington because we had a couple of preseason games there for a couple of years. And I was very unimpressed. I was like, this is Rupp Arena? Really? You're kidding yeah. me. Like, I couldn't believe it. It was very unimpressive. The big house in Michigan, when it's empty, and I've been in it when it's full, but when you're, when you're in it when it's empty and you're playing lacrosse, yeah, you know, you're you, – but it it just doesn't have the same visual impact as being in Columbus at their stadium. Makes sense. Makes sense. Just stylistic, the way it's laid out. I mean, it, it's always been yeah. so crazy to me how college football games are able to pull the amount of fans that they are able to pull it's on incredible. a weekly basis. It's incredible. Love it. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, this one right here. Last year at Bennett's Roseville, seeing Grant and Ryan's head get shaved was fun. <laughs> I got the uh, I got my head cut yesterday. You like? I got. I did not go number one, but, you know. It did look a little shorter. Yeah. What, you yeah, got yeah, a little yeah. guard on there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Absolutely. Very you nice. Know? Uh, Paul, uh, you didn't miss my take on the Raiders. Uh, my podcast that's going to be released tomorrow uh, breaks down the season game by game. So uh, my podcast will be released uh, sometime early tomorrow morning, and you can listen to it there. All right. Uh, somebody wants to know if I've talked to Scott Pollard. I talk to Scott every week. Uh, he lives in uh, Carmel, Indiana, and uh, his son is on the varsity football team in Carmel. And so they're really enjoying uh, that aspect of uh, their son, Ozzy who is uh, uh, being sought after by a lot of colleges for football like Scott. He's huge. And uh, he, so I've been follow. I've been uh, keeping up to date with Scott. Scott's been very open about this. So he would not mind me sharing this. Scott has had many issues uh, with his heart, which has been an ongoing issue for all of the men uh, in his family tree. I believe Scott told me, there has never been a, a, a male Pollard that's lived past 55. Wow. And because of their size, their heart issues. And again, I don't think Scott would mind me saying this. Uh, Scott is eventually going to need a heart transplant. Not now, but he will not be from a human because the heart's not big enough. 
they are now doing amazing things with the hearts of pigs. And there actually been valves and things of that nature from a pig that are in humans. And they are experimenting and feel that the next big medical breakthrough, and I don't want to speak out of line too much because I'm not a cardiologist, but that there's been incredible inroads with uh, the heart of a pig and into a human. So um, Scott has had many issues over the last 12 months, particularly uh, with his heart. And right now he's doing well. He wasn't doing well two months ago. And three months ago, he was having some issues. Uh, he's on a lot of different types of medication. And it is a daily ongoing uh, struggle. So I, I actually, the reason why I know Scott would not mind me saying this is I had Scott uh, on my podcast within the last year. And we talked about a lot of these issues. I'm actually going to have Scott join me here on if you uh, don't like that. And we'll, we'll go over everything again. But it is a ongoing issue. And because of his size, it creates a lot of different issues than somebody that might be the size of Ryan or I or somebody else. So isn't that amazing what they're doing with the hearts of pigs from a medical perspective? I mean, they're already using parts of a pig's heart valves in that mm -hmm. nature in humans and they've had great success it's incredible it's absolutely yeah. incredible and i guess it just begs the question what else is next for other ailments and you know maybe other animals well, or other things i've always said this because i believe this um for the people that are going through really difficult medical circumstances right now and they feel like there's no hope. You never know what tomorrow's going to bring when it comes to medical technology. And I will just use sports as an example for right now. If you tore your Achilles as a basketball player, your career was pretty much over. Okay? There have been players that have that were able to bounce back Dominique Wilkins, Kobe Bryant, but those really were few and far between. Your career was never the same. Now, when you have an Achilles, not only are you back, you're back sooner than anyone could have ever imagined. Same with knee surgeries. My mm -hmm. dad tore his knee up in college, and he was being uh, looked at by NFL teams, including the Baltimore Colts. My dad tore his knee up all right, in his senior year, and he never played football again because they didn't have a surgical procedure. Now... You have an ACL like when Adrian Peterson years ago tore his ACL and he was on the field running behind an offensive line in a regular season game nine months after. Incredible. Okay, so, I mean, but but when you think about other aspects of cancer research and what I'm reading about Alzheimer's and things of that nature, they're coming up, they're finding new forms of medicine and drugs and things almost on a daily basis. So, you know, just hang in there as long as you can, folks. I mean, and I, 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 I'm not trying to be condescending when I say that. Listen, there are people right now that their clock is ticking in terms of what they've been told by a doctor. You only have X number of months or, and I, I can't ever, I, I just can't even imagine what, how devastating that is. 
but you have to pray that medical technology will come up with something that can save your life. And it happens. There are miracles every single day with medicine. There absolutely are. And uh, you got to send the prayers up and just keep the faith. Stay positive. That goes a really long ways. And you have, you're, you're dealing with your own issues, yes. you know, with your, your hip and you have another procedure. Well, you don't mind me saying no, this, do absolutely you? Absolutely not. Uh, Ryan, Ryan's having uh, his other hip done tomorrow and you're going to be off the grid for a couple of weeks. Yeah. I'll be taking a couple of weeks off, which will uh, be nice. But yeah, second hip replacement this summer. Um, first one was so smooth. I thought I'd do the other one, but uh, I'm excited to be pain free and back to uh, normal. So that procedure on your first hip has completely alleviated your pain? 99%. And it, okay. it, here's the crazy part. 95% three days after surgery. Really? Yes. Okay. And on a scale of one to 10 on your hip that you're having done tomorrow, as we sit today on Thursday, scale of one to 10, 10 being really bad, one being not bad. How much pain are you in on a daily basis with that hip uh, right now today? Easily a nine. Easily. Um, can't walk wow. without a cane. Grant, you've seen that while wow. we were doing our shows. Um, and in fact, one of my legs, not to get too much in the weeds here, but uh, the leg that they're doing tomorrow, they're going to have to extend it a little bit because with my first surgery, they made my left leg a little bit longer, a little half centimeter. So I've been a little bit offset for a few months, but uh, the pain is okay. tremendous. Okay. So for you going through this procedure, assuming that everything goes well, it will change your life. Yes. Yes. The first one changed my life, Grant. I mean, um, the the thought of and some of the things that they did to bridge the one that I'm having done tomorrow to bridge me over to this surgery to where I was able to rehabilitate correctly with my left one um, was amazing. So uh, I'm so grateful for the medical team that's doing it. And I have all the faith in the world in the doctor. Well, we got people uh, sending their well Thank wishes you. to you uh, tomorrow. So, and I'm one of those. Thank so, you. uh, we'll be thinking about you and we, we wish uh, you the very best and, uh, anyone else that's going through these, uh, medical situations. All right. I also want to point out, uh, next week I am going to have an atypical week with times. Okay. So that's why if you subscribe or if you are following us on Twitter, particularly me, cause Ryan's not going to be doing the shows next week, then you we'll be able to know exactly when I'll be doing shows. I might have to do shows at one in the afternoon or two in the afternoon. Um, so just know that the time zone I'm going to be in is I will not be able to do a show at this time. Okay. So I'm going to be uh, over in Europe attending a wedding for a couple of days and then I'll be back. But when I'm over there, the time difference that I'm going to be in is nine hours from mm -hmm. the Pacific time zone. So you're just going to have to bear with me. There might even be some days where I cannot do a show based on what we have going on. All right. But I'm going to do my best. All right. I'm going to do my best. So I appreciate the patience in advance. And then we get to Labor Day weekend. Obviously, we'll get right into the football after Labor Day. There will be no show on Labor Day Monday, but we'll jump right into it after that. All right. So, uh, everybody's giving you yeah, well wishes, man. Thank you. Thank you, you know? everybody. I didn't want to interrupt Grant, but thank you very much. It's very much. Yeah, appreciated. You can always interrupt me. You know, we, we're, we're happy to, we're happy to, I interrupt people all the time. You sure as hell can interrupt me. All right. <laughs>
Uh, it says you go you hit the nail on the head on the medical field grant. They have done a lot over the past few years. They have, and let's hope that uh, you know it continues. All right, all right. Uh, final words, uh, my friend, for you. Uh, I'll, I'll just say to you, we are all praying for you tomorrow. We hope that everything goes smoothly and that uh, your quality of life uh, improves uh, incredibly. We are confident that it will. And the next time we do speak with you, I'm hoping that I go, Ryan, how you feeling, buddy? And you go, Napes, I'm pain-free, man. I feel great. That's what I want to hear. All right. You got it. I'll be jumping off the walls. I promise you that. So thank you very much. I know it's going to go well. And thank you, everybody, for your well wishes. Someone says, uh, fair enough, Grant. You got things to do. I always enjoy your shows. John says, uh, between 10 a.m. and 1 p.m. Pacific time would be perfect. So, all right, I'm going to tailor my shows just for John's schedule, okay? Just for you, John. 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. How about you got a specific time for me, John? Like maybe 11.05, maybe 11.22, maybe 11.4. You know, what? what's perfect for you, John? What's perfect? One of my most loyal contributors and supporters i i want to i want to tailor make i want to tailor make my shows to john have a tailor made baby just for you my well friend. i'm sure the bride Absolutely. and groom will move the wedding if the time doesn't work for john right yeah okay. <laughs> yeah absolutely all right hey you uh good luck tomorrow Thanks, my Nates. friends i appreciate good luck. it all right. We uh, will all be praying and thinking about Ryan tomorrow. Also, uh, I want to tell you about New Works Plumbing of Sacramento, locally owned for over 20 years. New Works has a fix for you. For your plumbing needs and repairs, just go to sacserviceplumbing.com. That's New Works Plumbing. They've got a fix for you, or you can call that number on your screen. That's New Works Plumbing. Folks, thank you very much, and I uh, hope you can check out my podcast tomorrow over on uh, If You Don't Like That or grantnapier.com, or your favorite podcast platform. All right? You all are awesome. Appreciate you. Thank you so much for uh, making this so enjoyable when we do these type of shows. So long, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.